Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. My dear brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless our Ramadan 2015. Ameen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our previous Ramadans. Ameen. My dear brothers and sisters, uh, the question that is asked is who named the surahs in the Quran? Who named the surahs in the Quran? Um, have these surahs been named by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or uh, did these names come about after uh, ijtihad and um, did they come about after being placed by the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in? The answer to that question, my dear brothers and sisters, uh, is that we find uh, the names of these surahs uh, famous during the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, right? There's countless narrations where the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een are speaking about different surahs in the Quran using their name. And uh, what's clear from this is that these names came from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In fact, uh, if you look at Surah Al-Baqarah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, cited this surah by its name, saying Surah Al-Baqarah when he taught us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this surah is very powerful uh, against uh, black magic and against uh, evil. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encouraged us not to have a home that is free, from the recitation of Surah Al-Baqarah. And in fact, we have conversations between the Sahaba using the names of these surahs. Again, uh, highlighting that these names came from Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For example, the conversation between Ibn Abbas and Uthman Radiallahu Anhum Ajma'een, in which Ibn Abbas is asking Uthman about Surah Al-Anfal and Surah Al-Bara'ah. So he mentions these two surahs by name when he asks him that how come Surah Al-Anfal uh, is placed between uh, or, or just before uh, Surah Al-Bara'ah, uh, even though it's very short. And the surahs at the beginning of the Quran, as we know, uh, are surahs that are longer uh, in nature. And uh, we see Ibn Abbas, radiallahu using uh, the name Surah Al-Anfal and Surah Al-Bara'ah. So these names are from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and uh, not from anyone other than him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, uh, my dear brothers and sisters, a lesson, right? We know that Allah taught Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Quran and he taught us and from the things he taught us are the names of these surahs. So what lesson can we gain from this understanding? Well, one lesson I'd like to share, my dear brothers and sisters, is the importance of studying history, the importance of reading history, the importance of analyzing history, uh, the importance of looking after history, especially now in the 21st century, the age that you and I live in. Why do I say this and where do I learn this from? Well, my dear brothers and sisters, if you look at Surah Al-Baqarah, for example, it's named after a historical event, right? It's after a historical event when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa to tell his people to slaughter a baqarah, a cow. And there's many, many lessons uh, in that particular event. And after Surah Al-Baqarah, we see 30 other surahs in the Quran, or at least on my count, 30 other surahs named after named after historical events. Surah Al-Kahf, uh, for example, right, comes to mind. This is another surah revealed after a historical event. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, teaches us the names of 30 surah, at least as I said on my count, that are named after historical events, then this really should make manifest to us the importance of looking after our history. Firstly, our Islamic history. And secondly, world history uh, in general. How many of us today, we haven't even read the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We haven't looked at the seerah of the Khulafa al-Rashidin, the four rightly guided caliphs. We haven't looked uh, at the seerah. Uh, 
uh, that has been written with regards to those after them, our Islamic history, uh, Islam in different parts of the world and how it got there and what happened and so on and so forth. And then even world history today, you know, we, 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 we're so unaware of, for example, World War, uh, world war One. And if we, if, if we just contemplated over World War One, for example, uh, we would see so many parallels and so many lessons that would make us understand a lot of the things that we find confusing uh, in today's day and age with regards to politics and the world political scene uh, and so on and so forth. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is uh, the answer to the question and this is a pondering that we can derive from that particular uh, answer to this question. I love you all for the sake of Allah and I speak to you uh, feeling honored and feeling blessed from Malaysia uh, and in particular Kuala Lumpur as I spend Ramadan here teaching the Muslims uh, in this beautiful country. Until next time my dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.